This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello. Hi. Happy Monday. How's your week? How was Queensland? <sighs> Tell us all about it. The best. I left for Queensland last Thursday, last time we re-recorded, mm. and I was gone for seven days which was not really anticipated. My original holiday was four days, which is how long my parents agreed to mind the dogs. And I just I just stayed there. Just stayed there. And it was the best. The weather was there was worse than in Melbourne. Oh. But it was like... We did have particularly good weather this last I know, week. I know. But it was like, it would say it would rain all day and then it would like rain overnight and then it would clear for like the middle of the day and it would just be great. Oh. And it was like... Well, I mean... You guys had a five-day lockdown, which we haven't fucked. even discussed. So I arrived, got COVID tested, had to quarantine for, a, like, less than a day. And then when we were out, Melbourne went into lockdown, and we were like, woo! Like, we just had a hard time, like, 18 hours in lockdown. And then, yeah, Melbourne shut down. And then... You were so smug. And then on Thursday night, we flew home. So we flew back, like, the first day of freedom. So I literally managed to dodge it, which... I felt so lucky about when I was away and, like, so thankful for, but also I was like, I fucking deserve this. How many holidays did I have to cancel to get here? It was very it's lucky. True. And if I'd gone a day earlier, we would have had to quarantine because the airport terminal yes. 4 was a hot spot. And if we'd gone a day later, like a day and a half later... You wouldn't have been able to go. We wouldn't have been able to go because it was... Queensland shut their borders. Yep. And we were, we were locked down. You couldn't go five kilometres past your true. house, let alone get to the airport. So... So lucky. It was a win for Mort's. Such a win for Mort's. And I was just telling Alex, I literally ate nothing but, like, white glutinous carbs the whole time. Wedding and prep's I going really just, well. Thanks for like, asking. I feel <laughs> disgusting. It was fun, though. Great times. Glad you had a good time. We were in lockdown. <laughs> Anything happened? No, except for the fact that I got a buffer room of seven days up my sleeve to find a dress for a wedding that got cancelled last yeah, weekend. Yeah, thank God. It has been rescheduled for this weekend. A true miracle. A true wedding miracle, because also it was an outdoor wedding, and it rained and thundered on Saturday last week, and this Saturday, it, it may rain in the evening. You'll all know, because it's been Saturday now. Yeah. Uh, but it's an outdoor wedding, and it's going to be hot, and I was originally going to wear a black long sleeve dress mm. that I was borrowing off a friend. Thank goodness I had time up my sleeve because 34 degrees on Saturday and I'm absolutely not going to be able to wear a long sleeve dress. No. Oh, truly a miracle. Truly a miracle. Oh, goodness. We also had Mediagate this week. Oh, my God. I'm so confused by this. I think because my, uh, like, general knowledge about, like, current affairs mm. is, like, very poor. Mm. And so I know, like segments of things that I'm interested in and I can't smush them together. Yeah. So in my head I'm just like, Murdoch, government, censorship, don't understand. Yeah. There's too many conspiracy theorists out there, too many people with opinion. I don't even want to talk about it. All I want to talk about is the fact that I had a momentary moment of being like, uh-oh, we're partly considered news because we do beauty news and I know no one cares about beauty news, but also Batuta got shut down. So if Batuta gets shut down, are we going to get shut down? The answer was no. Thankfully for us. <laughs> would, like, they're not on Facebook, but would, like, Estee Laundry get shut down? 100%. If they were on Facebook, yes. Yeah. But they've said that they're not rolling it out to Instagram now. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. They'll be fine. I might have to go... Which is bizarre also, though, because how the by... fuck can you be... It's owned by the same platform. Yeah. Your Facebook... Instagram business profile has to be linked to a Facebook business profile. And if your Facebook business page is getting shut down because it's 
categorized mm. loosely as news, then why is your Instagram account still allowed to run? It makes no sense. That's very true. Also, it made me realize that, like, without pedestrian and broadsheet in my feed... It's all nothing. It's ads and, like, yeah. shit that I liked when I was... It's, like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and, like, <laughs> flipping your and, pillow to the cool side. And, and I'm like, oh, my God. Don't you hate it when you go back to the fridge the third time and there's still nothing there? Yeah, like, and I'm like, groups. oh, my God. Facebook is redundant. I think I need to join the hellhole that is Twitter again so that I can just get my news that way so I can click on them because on Instagram you can't click. Literally. I thought the same thing. It's really going to give Twitter... Twitter must be sitting up sitting away mm. having a good old giggle. Doing these yeah. ones with his fingers. Doing Mr. Burns' excellence yes. with his fingers. Because, <laughs> yes. yeah, so strange. But anyway. But it's going to be harder for us to find beauty news now because it's not going to be all in my feed. Yeah, far out, guys, so appreciate it. <laughs> We're going to have to go searching for it. Um, now that we've been talking for so long, it's probably an inappropriate time for me to add a stupid random question. No, do. But what food do you always regret ordering? Oh, I always regret ordering waffle fries instead of regular fries. Okay. Hate. I Every time I get sucked mm. in because they look so cute. Yeah, they do. But, like, there's too much potato. <laughs> no, such thing. no, but, like, it just, yeah. the, the, it's just... Yeah. It's a whole different vibe. It's, it's more a, like a wedge. It's a different experience. Yeah. Mm. Don't like... And it's not even, like, a good wedge. Like, it's not even, like, a potato cake. It's just a... It's just really shit dry potato cake. Mm. Anyway. What is, what's the food that you always regret ordering? Um... Almost always, like, any, like, bacon mm. dish or scrambled eggs out. Pretty much all cooked breakfast apart from, like, poached avo on avocado because... Mm. Poached avo on avocado? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> that just happened. Wow. Um, poached egg on... I, I knew it felt weird, but I didn't trigger. Um, yeah, poached eggs on avo because, like, when I eat out, fried eggs and scrambled eggs always make me feel sick, so does bacon. Mm. I don't know why. I think bacon is overrated. You know how everyone's always like, I could go vegetarian except for bacon. Oh, no, 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 no. I could go vegetarian except for chicken. Don't, I, I could, don't need oh, bacon. Mm, I could go vegetarian except for every other pork product except for bacon. Oh, really? I oh, could yeah. go deli meats, deli meats. Prosciutto. Christmas ham. Pork in a bowl. Pork in a bowl. <laughs> everything. Pork in a dumpling. Yeah, yeah. That too. Pork in everything. Yep. Everything. Uh, mine is, yeah, that or... Well, you've had time to prepare. Fried chicken slash karage chicken. Never good out. Never good. Always overwhelming. Always comes out in an awkward time and you either fill up on it or you're already full and you don't want it. It's also always really greasy and cooked in really crap oil. And mm. I don't know, for me, that just always gives me joint pain. So that's not a joy. It's just the worst. Yeah. Uh, should we get into beauty news? Yeah. Guys, can you please let us know what you regret ordering in the stories this week, please? Yes. Just send us a DM. Would you do a always... comment box? That would be fun. Yeah, would you always regret? There's got to be things. Ah, oh, so many. Mm. So, so many. Just many. Because people do silly things when they go out, like pick a healthy option. No one wants oh. a healthy option. No. Also, I almost always regret ordering pancakes, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're never the I same get hot sweats. Oh, do you? Yeah, because I always covered in maple syrup and... If you know me, maple syrup gives me, like, hormonal hot sweats. Oh, does it? <laughs> like, <laughs> I yeah. didn't know. So thirsty, so hot, so sweaty. It's funny. Like, I'd be better, like, spooning sugar from the jar yeah, than eating maple syrup. <laughs> you could do an IV drip of sugar. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, that's the tea on that. Beauty news. What's on L.com? Uh, I was going to chat about the fact that Milk Makeup is coming to Australia. Yeah, thank God. Coming specifically to Sephora. 
and specifically, more than that, in March. So I <laughs> went on a Pop Sugar article because I was like, oh great, they'll tell me when it's coming. And Pop Sugar were like, Pop Sugar will be dead now too. They're basically dead because they didn't even know them when Milk Makeup were coming. They were like, we don't know when it's dropping, but influencers have spoiled it before the brand have even said anything. And then I went on Elle and Elle were like, it's launching in March. (laughs) And I was like, you guys posted the article on the same day. Oh God. Check your facts. Anyway, Milk Makeup, if you don't know who they are, famously known for their Push mascara. Mm-hmm. And their big, gigantic bronzer. Yes. And their cool girl attitude. <laughs> okay. We're adding your own opinions to this. <laughs> I feel like it's got Glossier vibes, Milk. Very Glossier vibes. Very Nude Stick vibes. If Nude Sticks and Glossier had, had a baby, baby, it would be Milk. Legit. Uh, that's really all that we need to know about them. If you don't know who they are, and you're probably going to want to visit Sephora to get them, because mm-hmm. I think that they will be... I'd, I'm shocked, personally, that they're coming into Sephora. I really would have thought that they would go to Mecca, but maybe they didn't want to sign exclusivity. You never know. I am... I feel like Sephora is the gateway to the Australian market before a brand decides that they're going to commit to Mecca. Is that a silly thing for me to say? Yeah, because... I, no, I... I think that Sephora is the gateway for very American brands yeah. to come to Australia. Yes. But other global brands tend to go to Mecca first. Yeah. I get what you mean in that the milk aesthetic is quite Mecca. Yeah. You know, it's like Westman Atelier, RMS vibes. But the, like, status of milk is very, like, YouTuber, Instagrammer, people that would also know, like, Huda, Nude Sticks. Yes. And all of the Sephora brands. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, it does make sense that it's gone to Sephora, but it would have made equal sense to go to Mecca. Yeah. Uh, great. Very good news. <laughs> Wonderful. Very good news. Very good news. Tell us about this Lisa, oh, Lisa. Lydia Elise Millen drama. Lydia Elise Millen. So guys, a couple of months ago, I mentioned that Lydia Elise Millen was launching Glow by Lydia, and it was like a fake tanning did kit. Did you mention this? Yes, we did it on the podcast. It was a fake tanning kit, and she launched like an exfoliating mitt, a back tanner, a fake tanning mitt, and it was paired with a Saint-Tropez tan. It came in, like, a waterproof case. Mm. By kit, you mean, like, accessories that you need to fake tan? Yeah. Not and an like actual fake tan. The Saint-Tropez did come in, in the kit, and then it was, like, literally, like, a, a makeup bag to, like, take away with you. Like, she was like, I, I like to fake tan all the time, so I want, like, a travel case for it. That is a very smart idea. I don't think we did talk about this on the podcast, because I would have said... What a wonderful idea. I want that because every time I take my fake tan anywhere, it spills. Are you going to tell me that I said that when you talked about it? No, but we just, like, we had a full segment on it. I really don't remember. Was I drunk? Maybe, but we had a segment on it. I'll cut my big toe off if we we didn't. You heard it here first. I wish we had. Oh, not the big one. Isn't that the important (laughs) one? No, I think the pinky's the one for balance. Oh, okay, good. My big toe is, like, half callous anyway, so I'm happy to cut it off. (laughs) You're basically just shaving down the cows. <laughs> anyway, so what I didn't know about that, and I haven't... So I hate watch her on YouTube. Not in the way that, like, I comment or, like, yeah, anything. You're not being... You're not, I'm not outwardly being a no, cow when you watch her. No, but, like, her. she comes on automatically always on my TV and I watch her and I'm just like, God, she is very entitled and, like, oh, but, like, she posts really long videos that are really good to have in the background. Okay. So, like, I hate watch her. I won't lie. Like, I shouldn't give her the views, but, like, oh, my God, what's happening next? (laughs) So she hasn't mentioned anything about this brand, which I didn't really think anything of, to be honest. And then this week, well, 
for the last, like, year, she's been talking about how her hair was damaged by someone. Her yes. hairdresser, Despina, moved to Greece or something during the very start of COVID. And then she went to someone else who ruined her hair. And then she went to this other hairdresser, Nikki, who color corrected her hair. And she was like, she's done such a good job. She's more local to me. This is fabulous. And then it's all resurfaced now again. Then she changed her mind and now she's been talking about the fact that her hair's got like warmth. And honestly, in like every vlog, she mentions something about her hair. And it's like, this is what I mean. Like she's very vapid and it's just like, oh my God, she's so, so obsessed. And like talks about her breakage, which like I feel her on the breakage. It is a little soul destroying. <sighs> but like she's just always talking about it. Anyway, yeah. then it came up on Estee Laundry. Yeah, because that's how I came across it. Yeah. So, oh my God, there's just so much backstory. So last week, Lydia posted a video. Yeah. And she was like, the last nine months. And she's talking about how she's been very depressed. She wouldn't say depressed, but she's like, my mental health's been in a really bad place at the point that at one stage, my partner had to emergency call out my psychologist for me or something. And here I am thinking that she had like a cat team, but upon reflection, I think they probably just had like an emergency Zoom call, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I've, I've had multiple events like stacked on top of each other that I've just found it really hard to recover from. Like I was so stressed launching my brand. And then she sort of mentioned that things were like, that caused a lot of stress. And I was like, mm, why? So then I went down a guru gossip tattletale, all of these fucking <laughs> websites. <dramas>. Yeah. <laughs> and it turns out that everyone was complaining that this kit that costs like, I don't know, $80 had a really cheap tanning mitt that apparently was waterproof, but ever you know, those tanning mitts where it leaks and it stains your fingers. Yeah. Were, everyone was like, my mitt from Superdrug, my mitt from Primark, my mitt from Boots better. is better. Yeah. Um, Which doesn't surprise me. You yeah. You don't need to buy the no. central pay mitt. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, it was like, the case was advertised as vegan leather, but like, it's not. It's like plastic leather. They're making oh, it sound it's like plastic. it's a luxury, yeah. you know, yeah. a luxury it's vegan leather. It's grown from like mushrooms kind of vibe. Yeah. Like it's Plastic. Yeah, and basically it got a whole heap of negative reviews, and then she got a whole heap of hate for constantly deleting the oh. negative reviews. Rule so, one hundred one of the internet: don't delete shit. Don't Everyone be a frank buddy. <laughs> so that was kind of simmering in the background that I didn't know about. And then in this video that she was talking about about the cat team, which wasn't a cat team, and all of this other stuff, she said I was in a really intimidating or overwhelming situation in which I was alone in someone else's house, put in a situation that affects me still to this day. And she was talking very vaguely. And I was like, come on, give me more information. But it basically sounded like the picture I was constructing in my head yeah. for some reason was that it was male yeah. and that she was either emotionally, physically or sexually assaulted. Yeah. She was talking about, yeah, being alone, very confronting. She was scared for her life and all of this kind of stuff. Anyway. She sounds like catastrophizer to the max but anyway. it turns out that that situation was in fact her at her hairdresser's home salon and that, that situation was that she wouldn't that she went and demanded that she corrected her hair color and was made to feel very uncomfortable in the process because she gave her a bad hair color and i was like bitch you made me think that you got sexually assaulted in this huge 40 minute video about your mental health and what you're and actually saying is that you didn't get your hair colour corrected properly and the hairdresser made you feel bad or something. Also, like... I just, just so I have, fucked. I have so many things to so say. So like, fucked. It just goes to show the level of entitlement that that is 
such causes such catastrophic damage to her mental health when it's like that's one of that's something that has happened to literally every woman in the whole entire world. Yes. And I understand that everyone has different mental health states that they yeah. might be in at any given time, but also like read the room when you're on a platform far out. Yeah, so that made me feel like up until this point I was like, she's annoying, but I can deal with her. Like I always had a bit of empathy for her. And then I was like, no, bitch, you think that everyone is out to get you. Yeah. But actually you're just fucked up. Anyway. Wow. Then I watched the video that Estee Laundry posted of the hairdresser Nikki. I forget her surname, but if you Google Lydia Nikki, it will come up, I tell you. <laughs> Been through like four pages of that. And she seems like, and again, seems like, I don't know, she just seems like this really sweet, just like Welsh or something. She's got this really cute accent and she was nine months pregnant at the time. So apparently she fixed Lydia's hair from the bad colour correction that she had. Yeah. And sh- this girl is like known in like the so UK on, and Dubai. This hairdresser who she went back to a cost about her bad hair colour was... It was had her hair done after that? So she had a bad hair colour, then she went to Nikki for a correction, then she went back to Nikki after she'd had the correction because she was unhappy. But it was, like, after a while in lockdown. And also there had been a bad colour in the beginning. In the first place. And apparently Guru Gossip and everyone tells me that she went to, like, multiple hairdressers around uh, as well. Like, uh, she was going around. So it's like, who even knows, like, what happened? Because she was saying it was too dark, and I think she, like, went to another hairdresser after to, like, get it lightened and probably fucked up her hair more. Anyway. Probably. She went back to Nikki. Nikki was nine months pregnant, due in four days, and she said that she turned up and was, like, it was around the time of her launch, and so she was very, like, stressed and flustered and was like, I'm not leaving until you fix my hair. It was 9pm at night, and she was like, my feet were the size of bowling balls, (laughs) and apparently she kept, Lydia kept making her go up and down the stairs to, like, get a bigger mirror so that she could check her hair in, like, different lighting and stuff. Just, like, it's totally painting the picture and this poor little cute woman's just being like I don't want to make anyone unhappy or sad and so I've been trying to stay silent about this but if she's going to continue to slander my business and Mm. expect me to stay quiet that's not fair I'm going to talk in the same proportion about her as she is about me yeah and she said that she was like preach it sister yeah she said that she was like just calm down like let's have a banana and chat about this and I just laughed so hard at that saying and then apparently now everyone's commenting on Lydia's videos with bananas <laughs> with banana emojis everywhere um and then basically she was like let's talk about this like you're being she was like I know you've had a bit of a hard time with your launch like let's let's so talk nice about this and, and then and then Lydia's like don't try and make me think that this is about my launch this is about my hair like don't you feel make me feel bad about oh. my business choices and shit anyway so apparently she ended up going get the fuck out of my house like she's like she made me never want to be a hairdresser again I literally didn't want to look at a color brush like I, I was just a mess she said that she went in to get induced because she went way over and like from the moment that she went in she was sobbing and her midwife was like is something up? And she was like, yeah, and it's not, like, the pregnancy. It's yeah. the whole situation that I've had before the pregnancy. Oh. She was like, the whole last, like, early days before I had a baby that are supposed to be so, like, nourishing and wholesome were just so stressed. Apparently Lydia oh. c- created a WhatsApp group with Amelia Liana, very disappointed because I love Amelia Liana, mm. and other influencers that go to see Nikki and were like, she's fucked up my hair, don't go, blah, 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 blah. And one of the influencers that she put in that WhatsApp group ratted, Lydia out and was like, hey, just to let you know she's doing this and I'm not okay with it. Told Nikki. Oh! Like, woo! So good, like, proper juicy gossip. 
I it makes me so angry for someone who works in and around the beauty industry to treat someone who also works in the beauty industry in that way. That's what she said as well. She was like, I just felt like she was talking down to me because I was at a lower level because I was a hairdresser. And yeah. it just, like, she just, yeah, hated that. That's just so, it's disgusting. And also, oh, I hate the... I hate the idea that some people have in their minds that hairdressers, makeup artists, spray tanners, whoever you are in the beauty industry, waxes, fucking, I yeah. don't care, are magicians and can make you look like a different person and also defy the laws of science mm. to give you what it is that you need. Because sometimes you fucked up and there's nothing that anyone can do to save it. So, yeah. like, just deal with it. And this uh, Nikki uh, someone, she's, like, very well-known in Dubai and the UK for, like, being, like, a balayage specialist. And she said to Lydia, apparently, it almost never looks good for, like, the first two weeks. It's always too dark. It's always, like, too cool. Mm. But once you wash, it will, like, lift and it will brighten and it lasts way longer that way. Like, it gives you really long-lasting results instead of what looks good when you come out of the chair and then it doesn't last. And so, apparently, she'd complained, like, a week after saying that the colour was wrong. And she was like, I know, but this is part of the process. I'm like, she just never trusted the process. Mm, Because she was too much of a psycho. Yep. Very good. Such fun news. Love the tea. Thank you so much. That was... You really... I went deep. deep. (laughs) I can tell. You also want to talk about Desi Perkins? Oh, my God. (laughs) There was a rescue dog up in a pound or something, and its name was Desi Perkins. And someone must have tagged Desi Perkins in it. And then she shared it like, someone adopt me. (sighs) And then Desi Perkins got adopted. But the best part of Desi Perkins was that she literally looked like an Aussie Shepherd cross coolie. And it looked like if my dog and Alex's dog had a baby and we called it Desi Perkins. It was the best thing ever. When Lisa sent it to me, I was like, when are you adopting it and how can we adopt it? And then I realised it was in America. Pod dog. It was a pod dog. It was, yeah. It was the epitome of the dog on our pod icon yes yes if it was the artwork real. yeah we didn't think the dog was real and then it was and it was called desi perkins <laughs> oh dear and shannon got married shannon so oh, i was bitterly disappointed with the first dress it looked ill-fitting but she got changed and i loved the second not to bash it it was fine but the photos look bad and i'm like i hope it didn't look like that in real life because she looks like when you start strapless bras falling down and you get four boobs mm. that's what a wedding dress looked like and it was trish peng and i was like I feel like Gorgeous. it just didn't fit her particularly snugly around her rib cage, yeah. which is what that dress kind of needed to do to give it shape. shape. But I think also potentially that the material is quite thick because it was that thicker crepey. Yeah. I don't want to call it crepe because it's not crepe. It's like classic wedding dress material, like yeah. ball gown material. Yeah. yeah. And I think that because it wasn't, yeah, I don't know. I think that had something to do with it as well. I was well. bitterly disappointed. The second dress, however, was exactly what I had imagined. And Me she too. looked beautiful and, like, the venue looked beautiful. I was truly shocked that she got her makeup done. Well, we, do we think that she did or do we think that she just had a makeup artist touch-up person because she was probably being videoed the whole entire day? But why wouldn't she touch up herself? She's tagged a makeup artist and there's, like, photos of a makeup artist. She said like, she was going to film her own wedding day makeup, though, for her YouTube channel. I know. We'll see. Maybe, we'll see. maybe it'll be like a Ash at my wedding situation where she'll be hanging around. She might do touch-ups. Yeah, you literally did that at my wedding. Yeah, but I did your makeup. You didn't do your makeup. True. Good point. Yes, yes, yes. Fair. <laughs> I, that's just called a makeup touch-up, <laughs> and that's normal. And but, also, I'm high maintenance because you followed me around all day, and I was like, "Where's up lipstick?" <laughs> and then it was like, "I don't have my bag. Get your lipstick. <laughs> Give me the clothes off your back." <laughs> 
She's fine. She's fine, guys. I didn't say that yeah. way. Anyway. Um, just you wait till your wedding, bitch. <laughs> oh, I'm sure I'll have an absolute meltdown. I'm sure I'll go full Lydia Elise Millen. Go and fucking walk into my gynecologist's office. You gave me hair package, bitch! <laughs> now I have to get married! <laughs> and I've got spiky bits! <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, okay. Final piece of beauty news. I wanted to talk about the fact that we did a big cult beauty order. Well, I did a cult, big cult beauty order. Mm. Because we wanted to buy the Vive blushes in mm. the shade Pesca. Yes. So... I'm never doing a beauty haul again because we had to buy a car this week. So, Did you? Yeah, I had to buy Adrian's car this week. So um, I am now $20,000. did not you already have a car? He was leasing it from work and then he's changed his job. Oh, so then we had to, to buy, buy it at the lease. That sucks. Yeah. So lucky this cold beauty order happened before that because <laughs> I bought two brow definers in the shade top from Anastasia yes. Beverly Hills. One hyaluronic happy kiss from Charlotte Tilbury. Ooh. In the shade pillow talk. Ooh, okay. I need to try that as potential wedding lipstick. Just Very in case. excited. I bought the Keys Soul Care Comforting oh, Balm. For fuck's sake. <laughs> All right. I don't know why I hate that so much, but I do. The ingredients looked fine, and also it's a lip balm slash like hydrating oil situation. Yeah, multi purpose. Yeah, exactly one of those. Yeah. Two sunset blushes in Pesca, one for you, one mm-hmm. for me. Uh, one Vive Modern Lip Definer in the shade Brat. Oh, yes. Fun. You got the Airbrush Flawless Setting Spray from Charlotte Tilbury. Oh, I forgot about that. Yep. That happened. And I got a Pillow Talk Lip Cheat from Tilbs. Oh, for you? For me. You, doesn't that give you granny lips? Oh, does it? Well, I bought it. Oh, okay. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> and because we spent so much money, we also got the self-care goodie bag, which maybe we'll... Unbox on the podcast. Oh, I can't wait. Very I hope fun. it's not full of bloody Alicia Keys soul. No soul care in it. Okay. The samples look relatively decently sized. And also there's a Sarah Chapman face roller oh, in it. The fun one. Yeah. It looks a bit like a torture device. It looks a lot like a torture device. It looks like something that you would use to aerate your lawn. Yeah. yeah. Or like a Reiki mat. Yes. Yeah, one of those shut mats or Yeah, not Reiki. That's more voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, we have a Laquo. Oh my god, I haven't thought about this, but sure, let's roll with it. Did yeah, you do any do research for it? Okay. Absolutely not. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. So the LaCroix came from? From Sarah. Mm -hmm. And she would like to know... She said, not sure if you guys have covered this in the podcast before, but I was going through my makeup collection and was thinking about expiration dates of products, especially powders. Do you keep products longer than the symbol on the packaging? How do you judge if products are expired or should be decluttered when you've had them for a while? Mm-hmm. What a great question. Thank you, Sarah. Such a good question. Let's start by talking about the little thing on the bottom of the packaging that she's referred to. The little symbol of an open jar with a number in it? Yes. I think we did cover this in we a LaCroix or a... What's that other segment we do? Beauty I breakdown. I can't believe you didn't know Or I that. can't believe you didn't know that. Who, Who knows? knows? <laughs> Not us. So 
that's where that symbol is, FYI. It's normally near, like, the barcode or, like, the, the made-in info or the ingredients. Yep. Sometimes it's on the paper packaging and then you throw it out and you don't know what the expiry is because it's yeah, not on yeah. the jar inside, which is annoying. It's the worst. Same as ingredients. I hate when they put them on the box mm. and not on the packaging. Yeah. I need to remember at all times <laughs> what's in there. So, yeah, uh, usually I would say most products are, like, 12 months, I would say, for skincare, maybe 12. 24 would be pushing it. Mm. Maybe for you, like your CeraVe's of the world. Mm. Um, but things that are more active or natural, like Tata Harper, for example, mm. might have a three-month from opening um, use-by date. So it's really important to check, especially with masks. If you're buying an expensive mask like a Tata Harper mm. and you open that and you're going to save that for a year because it's your favourite thing and you only want to use it once a month, don't. Yeah, masks be... last, last me like four years. Same. They um, must all be off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which brings me on to if something is a powder, it lacks moisture, it therefore can't grow bacteria. Yeah. So some powders will still have that symbol on them. I ignore it. Powders will last you a lifetime as long as you're not putting a... Wet beauty blender. Wet beauty blender, like a greasy brush. You know when you get that film on it? Um, or, yeah, any damp brushes on them, that's when you can potentially... Start, compromise start it gross. yeah yeah probably most commonly an issue with eyeshadow palettes if you've got a um wet to dry style shadow that you like to use you yeah. might wet your brush with it dip it in mm-hmm. and then put it on your face that is more likely to go off but even yeah. still even saying that once it like it dries. normally is only wet for a couple of seconds and then it dries out it's not like it's sitting somewhere constantly Moist. damp yeah. so yeah really powders go for your life um I'd say lipsticks have, like, 12 months to, like, two years. Uh, Lipsticks is probably the thing that I'd want to be more careful about in that you're putting it on your lips in saying that I still whip out my NARS Shea, but it's definitely from, like, 2010, (laughs) and I just rock it. What I look for is a change in texture. So if something goes, like, thinner than it used to be or separates. Separating isn't always a sign of something going off, but... Lipsticks tend to get a film as well. Mm -hmm. Like, they'll change colour because they... And you'll notice it because if you wind the lipstick all the way up, around the sides of the bullet, usually there's, like... It's, like, whiter or, like, waxy looking. Yeah. Yeah. Or sometimes you just wipe. If you just run your finger really lightly on the outside of the thing, it'll change colour even yes. if you think it's not going to. And then you're like, oh, heck. Yeah. Throw yeah. it in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> Foundations, because they're in, like, they're a liquid, so obviously they will go off. But because they're in generally an airtight container, it's actually not that bad. I feel like you can push out foundations depending on mm. the particular foundation and if it's stored in, like, a cold room or maybe your bathroom, it might go off faster. Most but, often I would say a foundation splits. It, it usually, yeah. the oils will separate from the pigment and yeah. sometimes you can shake it and get away with it, but sometimes it, even sometimes the, like if you've got a foundation that's got a little bit of like um, luminosity in it, the like mica will yes, separate from the pigment as well. Yeah. No good. I feel like foundations, generally speaking though, you can get like three years out of. Oh, yeah. At, like, at I least. would say comfortably, unless yeah. they are in a hot environment. Yeah. Mascara is something that you do want to be careful with. I would say three months, and when working in store, I would say three months because that's what's advised. I'd say three to six months because three months is really fast, particularly when you're using an expensive mascara. Or design a brand center stage mascara because it lasts nine months. (laughs) Yes. Um, But, yeah, I'd say I push mine from, like, six to nine months. But you definitely never really want to keep a mascara longer than nine months because chances are you've had some sort of, like, hay fever. You've maybe had a sty. 
Like, it's just very wet. It's going on your eyes. You need to be careful. Also, it's probably starting to flake by then. Yeah. Yeah, that's no, that's no good anymore. Skincare, generally speaking, um, I think I find with cleansers, they go really runny when they're probably past their turn. Mm, I've never even had a cleanser long enough for it to go oh, off. It's because I sometimes get sick of cleansers three quarters of the way through. They yeah. put them in the cupboard and they're just, they're in your, they're in your bathroom. It's yeah. warmer in there. Mm-hmm. So they probably start to get a bit dank. Mm-hmm. Um, serums and stuff, I would say usually tend to change smell. More often than not. Yep. If it's vitamin C, it's going to get more orange, depending on which form of vitamin C it uses. I just feel like maybe it's just like a less enjoyable experience to use. Maybe it's becoming a bit less effective. To Might be honest, start to ball as well if you've got a. Mm, I just feel like the texture. If you haven't used your serum in the time that you need to use a serum in, like if you haven't used a serum up in twelve months, I'd be decluttering it anyway because it's not a serum that you're enjoying using. It's also not going to be as effective anymore. If you don't notice a change in the consistency or the way that it's smelling or mm. looking or anything like that, m- most likely if you've had that serum open for 12 months, it's not it's going to be yeah, working as effectively. Yeah. But yeah, I, in terms of how and what to declutter, if it's sitting there and it's past its use by date and it's not something that you save for best then declutter it. Yeah. Like, if you've got a red lip that you only wear on special occasions and it's kind of old but it looks fine and you're like, oh, it's kind of gross, should I throw it out? But you're like, no, I like it for Christmas once a year or whatever. Keep Just it. keep it. Just wipe it down and keep yeah. it. If it's the Allies of Skin Mist that you bought because you thought you'd really like it but it's sat there for nine months and you haven't used it because it tastes like colloidal silver and it's the worst. And it's got a thin layer of dust caked <laughs> to the outside of the packaging. Throw, throw it, it out. out. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um... I would say also, I don't know, I was going to say like limited edition products. I feel like they're the ones that get me most and they're always powders and I buy them because I like the packaging. Yeah. I have a NARS limited edition drawer. Never use. Sometimes you have to keep things for best. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even though they, you'll literally never wear them. (laughs) But yeah. Anyway, I feel like that's a pretty in-depth answer to that question. Mm -hmm. If we missed anything, Sarah, let us know. We'll cover it. Okay. Are you going to talk to us about your product trial this week? Yep. I don't even need to ask if I'm orange. (laughs) I also want to talk about a product trial. We're talking brow category. Yeah, it makes sense. So this week I tried the Refi Brow Gel. And I tried the Rimmel London Wonderlast Brow Tint for Days. Ooh. Was that your stomach? No, my hips. Oh, I thought it was the product. Um, I'm going to put this out here now. My product trial is also my favorite of the week. And oh. that sets the tone. Alrighty. So... Have we said what it was? The refi- yeah, the Refi Brow Gel. Great. So I did get a brow lamb from Jamie at Brow House uh, last week or like a week and a half ago. So it's sort of tricky for me to speak about the brow gel in that my brows are having the best hold of their life because they're freshly laminated. Yeah. Fair. However, I didn't like the Mecca Max brow soap which and i used that after they were freshly laminated i need to add in here also that i tried to use my mecha max brow soap in many different ways to get it to work and it still doesn't work so i'm going under the premise that it might be my waxy ugly eyebrow pencil from benefit i'm waiting for the anastasia one to to arrive and i'll try it again but everyone uses that bloody waxy eyebrow pencil but not with the mecha brow gel i bet you they do well for science i'll try it with anastasia and let you know anyway carry on it's really good 
So it has the exact texture that I was talking about that I didn't... Is it coloured? Is it... No, it's clear. Okay. They do do, I think... Do do. So in the range, Rafai, I don't actually know who... Rafai is? Who Rafai is. It's some chick that's on Instagram with good eyebrows and everyone keeps talking about the brand and mentioning her name and it just never sticks with me because I don't follow her. So I didn't buy it because I knew her. Just hunt. I literally can't even find her on Instagram, but apparently... She's an Instagram influencer. And people on Instagram, other influencers that follow her, have been using the Refi Brow Gel on Mm -hmm. Instagram. And everyone's saying that it's great. And I'm like, okay, I have to buy it. And so even though it was like $20 shipping or something, I bought it. The Brow Gel itself was reasonably priced. Yeah. I've been on a wait list for it or like a notification alert for like a month. Yeah. It's been sold out for ages. They sell little kits, like a brow pencil and a brow gel. You can buy the pencils on their own, or you can buy the brow gels, and that's the whole range. Why did you choose not to get the pencil and the gel? Because I like my pencil. Okay. I don't know. I just, like... Boring. Just like my pencil. <laughs> um, and I think the kit was for sale, but the brow gel alone wasn't, mm. but I just wanted the brow gel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the texture that I wanted from the Mecca Max brow soap that it didn't give me moussey so that it gives fluff Mm. rather than sticking my brows to my forehead it also has an interesting packaging in that you twist for the brow gel Mm. but if you pull the top of the um, lid a little spoolie kind of thing comes out that has like a brush almost like the tiny little brushes on the vacuums that you use in the tiny little things yeah and then like a like a lash brow groomer kind of like this whoa is this the same brush yeah wow my Rimmel product has the same. Wow, component. that must be a new component that's out in the works. But what I particularly like about this yeah, is so I like the fluffy end too. Is that the Dyson um, vacuum tiny end. vacuum end? <laughs> what I like about it is that I always use the end of my brow pencil, even when I'm not filling in my brows, to brush through first same. and then apply eyebrow gel because I find that the spoolie on brow gel applicators often doesn't actually brush my brows up, yeah. and then I end up getting, like, some hairs brushed up and direction. some are sideways, yeah. and it's really weird, particularly with a brow line when you sometimes wake up and your brows are, like, downwards and fucked. So mm. I really enjoy that because it means that I don't have to have a brow pencil that I sometimes carry with me purely for spoolie purposes. Yes. But then I found that the spoolie on the brow gel, while a lot of other influencers... <laughs> As in, not not me, influencer. <laughs> other influencers are saying that it's like quite big and it picks up a lot of products and they find they get it everywhere. I think I must just apply apply a lot more brow gel than everyone else because mm. I love the wand mm. and I feel like it just goes straight through real good. And I've got a photo on my phone of me in Queensland, very humid weather after like twenty six degrees, five k run, yeah, sweaty upper lip to show the mm. the effort. Brows, perfect. I'll put it on the Insta. They were perfect. She did She did prove it to me. I think that it has maybe overtaken from my Urban Decay mm-hmm. clear brow gel. I mean, I'm not surprised to hear that because I feel like the Urban Decay brow gel is underwhelming. No, it's really good. But I feel like the texture of this is between Boy Brow and Clear and the Urban Decay brow gel. It's okay. got like the moosiness of the, brow, of the Boy Brow, but the hold and the liquidiness of the Urban Decay. Wonderful. I think I found my wedding brow gel. <laughs> Great! <laughs> now just to pick all the other items. <laughs> Ticking them off one by one. Yeah. I tried this week the Rimmel one to last. This product claims to be a brow tint that lasts for two days. It's in a uh, a, a liquid liner applicator. Like the little spongy wedge tip ones. Yeah. 
that's a really good way to describe it. And it applies, um, the, the most similar thing I can liken it to is like a pomade mm. in that it gives you quite a lot of color and a little bit of texture mm-hmm. as you apply it. Like cakey kind cake-y of. Cakey kind of, yeah. yes. I was wholly confused. I thought that this was actually a brow tint. It's not a fucking brow tint at all. This doesn't stain your eyebrows a color to make the hairs stay a color. Don't call it a tint if it's not a tint. I applied so much of this and it sets like a wax and becomes impossible to remove. I pulled out like seven eyebrow hairs removing this. So, is this maybe just like when they advertise foundation and they say like 48 hour wear and it's like, that's cool, but no one's wearing it for 48 hours. That is literally what this is. Why? Who's wearing it for two days? So, yeah. So, it it lasts for days, but like it is a makeup product. So, wash yes. your damn face. Yes. That is exactly what this is. I was hoping it might be like, I feel like Maybelline last year did, did. something where it was like... You paint it on, it tints your brows. And, and you it like peeled it off or yeah. something and then it lasts a couple of days. Yes, I thought it was that. And I thought that it was that combined with a product that will style your brows and yeah, then yeah. tint them afterwards. No. No, it's not. It's just a very long-lasting tint. It's a, it reminds me uh, of... Brow product. The Smashbox Waterproof Eyeliner that you hated that I wore when I worked at Mecca. This so is crusty. that in eyebrow form. The only person, the only person in the whole entire world who I can see this being really great for is someone who doesn't have any eyebrows and needs to draw them on and needs something that's very waterproof mm-hmm. because this would be like... A, a truck could run over your face and your eyebrows would remain intact, or a swimmer. I can think of so many of my friends that would love this. The Probably. ones that have, like, no brows and and spend so long doing their brows, and then when they accidentally wipe their face, they yes. take off their whole brow. If you have a full face of brows, though, this makes your brows literally impossible to move off your face. But you can't even wash them because the brows themselves stick the product to your face and you can't mm. get in between the brow and your skin to remove the product. It's just all around fuck. I still feel like I've got people in mind that would like that. Put it on your eyebrow and then I don't tell want me. To. I don't want to. I will give them credit. The colour range looks Colors awesome. Are, I was going to just say that. Colours are actually fabulous. The blonde very ashy. So ashy. Yeah. And even the soft brown which is the one that I applied which typically a soft brown will throw a red. It even looks slightly warm in the... It's not at all warm. It's yeah. very nice. And this one, the dark brown looks very cool toned as well which yes. is awesome so they did a great job with the colors and there is definitely someone who i'm sure will love this i'm sure if you're the type of person who wants to go clubbing and sweat until your body falls off this is the product for your eyebrows i actually used to serve a sex worker when i worked at doncaster and she used to say i need for my eyebrows to be waterproof i need to be able to fuck all night and i was like oh Okay, ma'am, um, let me go get this. Okay, I'll process that gift card from your father. Um, anyway, she, I always used to fill in her eyebrows for her with, like, the Stiller brow pen. Yeah. Like, a lot of work, really, you could just, like, chuck any product on underneath and then put this on, they'd be, like, cement. Literally. I, like, need to go and find her. You could even use this itself because it will give you enough color to give you eyebrows as well as holding your hairs in place you could give yourself the most laminated looking eyebrows in the whole entire world and this will stick them in that in that way forever i'm gonna have to try it next week i genuinely need you to because i was truly shocked by what happened when this set oh no i'm scared i'm gonna ruin my brow i'm interested i do think it's one of those products that like 99 percent of people will hate but it's definitely got i'm also imagining this will have a cult following of people who love it 
old lady that's got like very little brow that currently uses like an eyeliner to fill in her brows and wears Estee Lauder double wear and way too much perfume that's very musky. Yes. Would love this. She'd love it, but she would... She'd just reapply many layers and she'd never cleanse them off. It would always be on her face, permanently stained into her skin because she would never remove it properly. Yes. I kind of like that for her. (laughs) Anyway, it's not for me. But yeah, it's fine. It's good. It's all right. It's um, like $16. Conflicting. It's polarizing. Mm. Great. What's next to talk about? Oh my goodness, our beauty faves. Well, you've already talked about yours. Yeah. My beauty fave this week is very unsexy. In fact, I have two. The first and the second are both here. In fact, I have three. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm sorry. They're all really unsexy and they're not actually beauty products. So the first one relates to my butt pimples. Mm. It's Sebazol <laughs> hair. Are you talking about the anti-dandruff shampoo? Yep. Oh, you use that for um, tinea versicolor as well. Yes, and you use it for seborrheic dermatitis. Uh-huh. So I thought after doing an educated Google search that that might be what I have because I have very bad crusty dandruff as well as butt pimples, as we've all known. So I bought that and I also bought a zinc soap, which is from the US. It came from Amazon. They don't sell them in Australia. And the zinc soap is meant to also be really helpful for people who have eczema, who've got dermatitis and Mm -hmm. who've got acne. Mm -hmm. I'm touching every piece of wood in this walk-in wardrobe. It's a shame it's all like MGF, isn't it? It's all fake. Uh, It's not good luck. That I've had no additional butt pimples that have come up. So I'm going to give it until next week because sometimes they happen like in a hormonal cycle and I might get a few. Did you also change your drugs? No. Okay. No, I haven't changed drugs. Because we're thinking that your, your boils are coming from your drugs. Yep. So that leads me, I'm still on the, I'm still on the steroids. So that hasn't changed. But interesting that, like, skincare must be fighting really hard against the fact that something is coming internally from you that wants you to have the boils. And it's fighting from the surface. But back. also the seborrheic dermatitis, if that is actually what I have, can happen because of an imbalance in yeast that's happening on the surface of the skin, which can be triggered from medication. So it might be that I, like, my skin biome was like, oh, fuck, we can't handle what's happening internally anymore, and now I might be fixing that. Fingers crossed. Also, I wanted to talk about the fact that the medication that I'm on is causing body to go black, which means that my tongue is also going black. Show me. We currently see it at the moment. You know there's a a tongue condition called black hairy tongue? Yes, that's what this causes. It's really great. No. Yes. So I bought a tongue That's the kind of shit that, like, you open in bio in school and you're like, hey, this is your mum. Oh, this is you. <laughs> and then you point to, like, someone with, like, tree stumps for legs or black hairy tongue. <laughs> yeah, it's not actually hair. It's just, like, your... I know what it is. Yeah. I spent a lot of my life studying the mouth. I know exactly what black hairy tongue is, and it's terrifying. So I've been using a tongue scraper. Mm, nice. Scraping. Black chicken? No, I just bought it from Jefferies. <laughs> yeah, of course. I've wanted to use a tongue scraper for quite some time. It's actually the greatest invention in the world, and I don't know why everyone doesn't have one and use one. How do you clean it, though? It's a strip of stainless steel, and you literally just, like, wipe it on your tongue. You don't even need to apply pressure, and it cleans your tongue. And then you wash it under the tap. And, like, obviously I give it a bit better of a wash than I just rinse it. Yeah. But, yeah, and then you put it in a little bag, and off you go. I worry about... Black hairy tongue? Me too. Yes. <laughs> and I also worry, seeing as I've had an allergic reaction to my AirPods this week... In that, your ears? No, on my skin. Oh. So the very tip of where the end, the stainless steel, I assume, or whatever metal it is on the end of your AirPod that hits my face when I wear them, because they often hit my earrings, I wear them slightly that way, has given me a perfect straight line of water blisters because I'm, I get water blisters from anything that contains like 
the slightest amount of you nickel. You need AirPod Pro. Do they not have the metal on the bottom? No. I used to get it from um, buckles on my shoes. I used to get it on my button from my jeans. Yeah. And now I'm getting it from the bottom of my AirPods. So what if I used a stainless steel tongue scraper and then you I got it once, blisters? Literally once. Like you go, and it's done. I mean, my AirPods touch my skin for like three seconds and tell that to my face blisters. You go for runs in them. Don't say that they're on your face for three seconds. I'm Fine. literally talking about three seconds. Okay, all right. All anyway, right. I just didn't want water blisters on my tongue, but it's probably better than black hairy tongue. So anyway, uh, my beauty faves this week are very unsexy. And like, honestly, guys, I trust you so much with this information because I'm not telling anyone else about it. So please don't tell other people. Thanks. <laughs> um, snack or non-beauty fave? Snack. I don't have a non-beauty fave this I've week. I've got one. I'll be quick. Okay, what's yours? Okay. Just took it to my veins! My snack fave, it's it's not a snack, it's a whole meal and it's a restaurant. Why do you always do this? Because things? I have nothing else. All I ate was... Donuts. Donuts. Yeah. Um, my favourite is Some Young Guys, which is a restaurant in Queensland for our Queensland listeners. I think they have one in Byron as well for any of our Byron listeners that we don't have. I think it's in Sunshine Beach, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um... It's like near Noosa, not far from my place in Mooloolaba, mm-hmm. and it's really yummy. Brenton said it was his favourite Asian fusion, like, out of all of the, like, Melbourne ones. What? Might have been because, as I mentioned, he had three bottles of wine to himself oh, and a couple of sake. But it was really yummy, and I was also drunk. But it was really yummy. We had really good service. They had a, cra- a spanner crab fried rice, which was, like, oh, crab in a bag. Yeah. Meats fried rice. Loved it. Everything was delicious. The crying tiger was very spicy. I got very snotty. <laughs> So yummy. Sounds great. Really, really yummy. And if you, obviously, if you live in Queensland, it's like the one good restaurant, so you've probably already been there. But very much recommend if you're going up to Nursa. Nursa. Good. My snack favourite this week is also not a snack. It's beverage. Oh, yes? It's 5pm. Hey! Okay, what flavour? Well, I bought both watermelon and guava. I should interject this by saying 5pm is a hard seltzer by my friend Chris Turvey, local Park Orchards man, produces <laughs> humble seltzer. Delicious seltzer. <laughs> and is now stocked in Jeffrey Supermarket Croydon and on Dan Murphy's online and on his website 5pmbeverages.com.au. It's also on tap at The Grand in Morondite and I think The Budgie Smuggler in Ringwood. Yes, and I might have got his website wrong, so don't go there. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag look. shop local. Anyway, he's a very sweet boy and the seltzers are delicious. Yeah, so when I went into Jeffrey's to purchase them, I was doing a little bit of a undercover detective work. Yes. <laughs> We're like, hello, have you seen this brand? What do you think of this brand? <laughs> Would you like to try some? <laughs> Let me buy one for you. Anyway, the guys in there were like, oh, these these seltzers, before I even said anything, I took them to the counter and the guys were like, oh, have you tried the seltzer before? It's delicious. And I was like, yes, actually, I have tried it before. It is delicious. With the brand founder. <laughs> I know the founder. <laughs> and then they were like, it's actually a really good seltzer. We get a lot of people trying to sell us seltzer. But the difference with this one is that it actually has a lot of flavour. They're like, there's a lot of yes. seltzers out there that taste just like nothing. And you're like, great, I'm so glad that I spent money on this premium drink that tastes like water. Yeah. Bubbly water. Or, like, vodka. Yes. Like, oh my goodness, yes, I've had so many that taste just like vodka. It's like, if I wanted to drink a Smirnoff ice. ice. <laughs> if I wanted to drink literally also, like, 60 mils of vodka in 200 mils of Soda water. Soda water that tastes like absolute ass. Make it straw. It's just a lot of seltzers give me sort of flashbacks to vomiting oh. up a double black. Yes. And so many. it doesn't do that. What are the flavours? Uh, 
Berry, Pom- pomegranate. Berry, pom- berry, pomegranate, watermelon. Grapefruit. 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 So I had grapefruit and watermelon this week. Adrian also really loved them. They're also a... I don't want to say male-friendly because anyone can drink whatever they want, yeah. but the cans are black and a yeah. lot of seltzers skew a little bit more feminine. Adrian very much enjoyed the whole experience. So that's my snack this week. Shout out to Chris Tevi. Hope you're listening, Yay. even though you're not. Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hair mat. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. My non-beauty fave this week is, for the 3% of you that channel my energy hardcore... You're going to love this. If you're Alex, you're going to hate it. So it's a podcast. It's called Reply All. The Reply All podcast investigates a whole pile of stuff. They've got lots and lots of episodes and series, which are apparently quite good, and I will go through. They are doing Reply All, The Test Kitchen. And it is about the Bon Appetit controversy. Oh, I like tea. Yeah. And how we all know, if you know, that Adam Rappaport was, you know, sort of, forced out or resigned there was a whole lot of black lives matter and just it was just racist as fuck really anyway it goes back at the moment they're talking even pre-2020 it's got people that used to work there it's just really fascinating and it is it one episode or is it a series that it's a series and i've listened to two episodes so far it's like investigated like this i was gonna say this modern life that's not what it's called this American, this American life, life. Mm. Rocco's modern life. Um, it's like it. yeah, like that, or like serial or something. Like yeah. it's reported and it's got a narrator, and then it's got the live people, which I That's love fun. listening to. I like those ones too. Done really well. Uh, just really interesting, and like I'm so excited for the future episodes. I just have you learned anything new, or is it everything that you? No, I've and I feel like I'm a like I know a lot. Yes, I'm a, I'm a stan, and I've still learned things that I didn't know. Very good, and I've sort of earned respect for some of the people in the test kitchen that like I didn't know how much they were doing or how much they were involved, and yeah, just very interesting. I'm very interested. It's fucked, and it's kind of like Devil Wears Prada because it's like. Oh, I loved I loved Bon Appetit, but like, of course, everything's fucked like that, you know. Mm. And like, it's always corrupt, and like, certain people will make it to yes. the top. And they talked about Alison Roman, if you know Alison Roman, yes. which is like very interesting. Mm, good, yeah, good recommendation. Thank you. I didn't watch anything or listen to anything whilst we were in five days of lockdown because I spent it all looking for a dress. Every oh. spare waking moment that I had, I was like on another website, and I got so lucky because on the Monday. Which was, I mean, day three of the lockdown, really. Mm. So it wasn't, I didn't spend my whole time. Mm. But on the Monday, the iconic restocked. And that's when I managed to get the Beckham Bridge dress that I wanted. Thank God. Very good. So anyway, this weekend, wedding, we'll be wearing a nice dress and getting my Liberty Bell facial. Oh, so excited. Very excited. I'm doing nothing this weekend. I was going to do a before and after photo, which you may or may not have seen on our Instagram by now. But then I thought, I think I'm going to be really red and gross afterwards. We shall see. I'm going to have to do a... um, Who's that famous guy from Hollywood who always wears a hat and sunglasses and gets papped like that? Um, Just every male ever in yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. I'm gonna... But which one? Ben Affleck? Yeah, Ben Affleck. Okay. <laughs> wow, synergy. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's it from us. Thanks for listening. Hope you had a ball. I had a ball. We will see you next week with Auric. Oh my goodness, yes. By Samantha Ravendor Reviews. Yep, reviewing Auric. Hopefully we'll have our cult beauty package and we can talk through the beauty bag whatever it is that they gave us so exciting great so many fun times bye catch ya bye hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 